2: Welcome to the Hunt for Red's October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and we're back from our hiatus to talk some Reds baseball with you. Uh, Tonight we have the sponsor of the podcast, Callie, is on. Callie, uh, how are you doing this evening?
3: Pretty good. How are you doing?
2: I'm good, and we need to talk again about uh, renewing your sponsorship. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Uh, we got the woo on with us. Woo, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. Branch, how are you today?
0: I'm I'm actually doing really good today. That's uh, I'm, I'm happy.
2: Well, I'm happy that you're happy. So, the hot stove has been put away because since we've been gone, the Reds have reported the spring training. A couple of things have gone on. The Reds resigned Derek Dietrich to a minor league deal, so Titties is back at camp. Not a whole lot else going on with the Reds other than the normal spring training stuff. There has been a rumor that's kind of started out in San Diego of a three-team trade where somehow the Padres would end up with Nick Sinzel, Will Myers would go to the Red Sox, and then that's all they got. Will, What are your thoughts on the beginning of spring training stuff going on with the Reds and this wild uh, Senzel rumor? The Sinzel rumor is just
1: ridiculous, and I don't know how many ways it—it's just dumb. Like I'm, <laughs> you just laugh about it. It doesn't make any sense why the Reds would, in a million years, entertain what supposedly would be coming their direction. Um, uh, Dietrich coming back was interesting. Not that surprised. Uh, um, I mean, I, I put it half. Uh, perhaps he doesn't make the team, and the other half being he is your. Um, you know, could play second and and fill in there uh, with Suarez out. Now Suarez is back, you know, by opening day, like some people are hoping. Maybe that doesn't matter, but um, plays maybe Dietrich plays it second, and, and you leave Josh Van Meter down AAA and let him get some consistent ABs. I don't know. I don't really care. It doesn't matter, hopefully. Um, outside of that, you know, uh, I'm excited about Spring. They're here. Uh, got my MLB TV subscription renewed, and they, you know, don't have blackouts for spring training games so
2: i'm excited to watch some kind of baseball here pretty soon yeah i think only eight red spring training games are televised where a lot of teams have all their games televised that's i think that's a uh, i think that's a reds thing that's not a network thing or a mlb thing i think the reds just don't want to pay tom Brennan. i'll watch any
1: baseball not just reds right now i'm ready for any baseball so whatever's on whatever's on i'll take it
2: (laughs) cali Give me your uh, thoughts on the beginning of spring training, if you have any thoughts on Dietrich or uh, this Sinzel rumor out of San Diego.
3: Uh, Sinzel rumor is dumb. That's not real. Uh, Dietrich being back, maybe. That's kind of cool. We'll see if he makes the team. Um, He was certainly entertaining last season at the beginning for a while. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited for any baseball, kind of like we said. I don't really care what it is anymore, just whatever. Not dark at five o'clock, and they're—I don't know. I'm just ready. I'm ready for baseball. So, any spring training games are good with me.
2: Branch, your thoughts?
0: Um, I I'm in agreement with everybody on the Cindell stuff. That that rumor is is San Diego having a wish list and making it to the media somehow. I, the only thing that really is true in all of it is. San Diego really wants to get rid of Will Myers' contract. And I don't think it has a damn thing to do with anything in Cincinnati other than that. <laughs> uh, there's 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 ways that there could possibly be something weird, but man, you got to stretch it so far to make anything make sense. I just don't think there's anything to it and whatever. Senzel and Akiyama are going to be sharing some duties in center field. And as David Bell said, it's gonna work itself out. It it, it it is what it is. And I I just think it's stupid that, that rumor keeps on coming up. And by the way, the Padres fans do not think that Senzel is worth more than a relief pitcher, which kinda of chaffs my ass a little bit, but you know.
2: Yeah, they're fans though. You know how that goes.
0: Yeah. And they are. They are.
2: Uh, the only the only player I'd want from the Padres would be Tatis and that's not happening. Uh the only way I could see that deal making any sense would be the Reds getting like Bogarts or something from uh, Red so- The Red Sox plus plus, you know, not just one, not just you know, Sinzel goes to San Diego, Myers goes yeah. to Boston. There would, I mean, to me, what this seemed like was this was the Padres wanting Sinzel and like, yeah. like was said earlier that. Somebody in the media got a hold of that, and you know, and it wasn't irresponsible. The Padres probably did say they're trying to get Senzel, but (laughs) that's just not going to happen. I don't think. I think Senzel is ticketed to be either in center field or second base if Suarez does miss some time, which he's taking grounders at third. So I'm hopeful. What?
0: I said blue. Oh. Woot! Woot! That dude heals quickly. I love it.
1: <laughs> I'd rather him heal fully.
0: So. Yeah, I want him to heal fully. I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can give him up for two weeks, but he's moving along faster than they thought he was going
2: to. Right, and you know what? If he if he does have to start the season on the disabled list, I would rather them do that and be cautious than rush him back and him Hell, re-injure yeah. it. Because we are talking about the Reds' medical staff here, so we need to. Yeah. <laughs> We're th- also talking about
0: what should be the best hitter on the Reds this year. Right. No, or absolutely. The biggest power hitter. Yeah. And
2: at least uh, uh at least in terms of uh slugging percentage, I think you would I would I would bet on uh Suarez being the leader for the Reds in that. Totally. Um, so we gotta talk about the elephant in the room, and we're not talking about me, but we're gonna talk about the cheating scandal with the Astros. It has exploded since the last time we recorded. Also like you. <laughs> Ooh. 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 That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Astros had a absolutely disastrous news conference where they were basically like, sorry, not sorry, go fuck yourselves. And that didn't go over well. Players all around the league have been just excoriating the Astros and their players. That's a big word. Big word, excoriating. And then you've got Rob Manfred, who, to put it nicely, is a fucking idiot. He went on to say that the championship trophy is just a piece of metal, that people, you know, need to get over the fact that the Astros players weren't. Uh, Suspended and then blame the players association for the CBA being the reason he can't suspend the players. So that's a lot to unpack. Branch could start with you on this one. Give me your thoughts on all the above and anything else to do with the Astros, the cheating scandal, Rob Manfred, and how it uh, is going to affect the season.
0: All right. Um, first off, I'm really pissed about it. Um, I'm pissed that it it got to the point that it's at right now. Um, I want to preface everything I'm about to say with I understand that there is no possible way that a punishment could come down to the player because there's no pre you know agreed upon punishments. Um, that's totally understandable, but MLB mishandled this so badly it it's just mind-boggling that they should have at the time that danny Farquhart stepped off the mound knowing that something was up and he went through the proper channels to report it through the, the union to mlb and mlb didn't do jack shit about it till fire said something they mishandled it at that point there was also some other electronic, you know, sign stealing stuff going on at this time, fully aware of, and it's not like it's something that hasn't happened. And I'm not talking about sign stealing like, you know, a runner standing on second base. I was a catcher for years. Trust me, that's easy to defend. If you have four changes in indicators, you can defend it. You can't stop a camera and a computer from deciphering those four changes, though. You can't stop a human brain from being able to do it, but especially when it's not the same runner on second. So those are not the same thing. What the Astros did from the top down was a planned system to cheat. The hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball. Just the way it is. They took an advantage and then acted cocky about it, which is worse. And got it to the players in real time. And if you think that it ended with the trash can can banging, you're crazy. They found better ways to do it. Eventually, it's going to come out. There was, there was a monitor in the bullpen. And there was a catcher with his hand up or a catcher with his hand down. And the buzzer. And the buzzer. Because I, I'm an RF engineer. I can make a buzzer Band-Aid in a heartbeat with a key fob from an old car it wouldn't be that hard it's it's i actually looked into it it's like eh, might cost me about 50 bucks it's not that hard i mean you can go to any sex store and buy a remote control vibrator to you know to do that thing hey hey hey
1: whoa
2: whoa, whoa yes. <laughs> hey <laughs> not on here but so we don't need to be talking use about the
0: same that.
3: technology to do it I swear to God, I will quit if you do not stop with sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. i sorry. Thank you. I appreciate the apology.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good apology. See how that, was, that was better than I've heard from any one of these. Well, just saying you're all sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was pretty and, good. And and that that's our with the Astros. They just the smugness of Bregman and Correa. It's just it's just so infuriating.
2: I like that don't uh,
0: admit that that they stole the two thousand and seventeen championship. They stole it. And, and there's no other way to look at it. They stole it, they screwed up the record books. They hurt people they hurt some poor guy that got called up and you know, was up there and he wasn't thinking about rolling through his signs. He was thinking, Oh my god, I hope my slider breaks today. And you know, it didn't matter. They knew what was coming. They could sit on the fastball.
2: I like how the uh, the front office was like, oh, yeah, this was just a players-driven thing. And then it came out that they even had code words and code names yes. for these systems that were, you know, generated in the front office. And then uh, I forget the guy's name who was, like, the assistant who came up with the one that had the monitors. and I don't know.
0: Codebreaker. code Codebreaker. Codebreaker, and they had the dark hearts. Yeah. And what really pisses me off is I, I admired that freaking Astros team. I remember sitting there watching them going, man, they're good. Man, they're good.
2: But I was, I I was rooting thinking, for them that World thinking, Series.
0: Yeah, I was rooting for them. I also remember thinking, wow, they can pick up on pitchers tipping really well. Man, they really picked up on pitchers tipping really well. That is just a skill. And, well, maybe it wasn't a skill. You know? And So, I'm mad about it. I hope that, that that all of MLB stays mad about it. There's some positives from it, though. The positive is the players found their voice. I think that with all the big name players coming out and saying what the Astros did was wrong, that the players and the players union has found a voice from that to where they can say, hey, this is going on. Please listen to us. We, we, we want to play on, a, on an even playing field. I hope that the fans have found out that they have a voice, which I think is only going to get louder as the season goes forward because as they get more riled up and the national and local sponsors get beat up about spending money on the Astros, that's when you really start to see the sea change, you know, is when these owners' pocketbooks get hurt. And if the Astros start losing sponsorships because the fans are mad, then then you'll see a big change. And Until that point, it's not going to happen. But I think we're I think we're on the cusp of watching that happen. So maybe a positive of that is, as Wu was saying, getting his MLB TV subscription, we might be able to convince the commissioner or MLB and the owners that you know what. Maybe blacking out 90% of the games isn't a good idea. Let's put content out there and let people have at it. All right, that's all I got on it.
2: Woo, jump in.
1: I might be a little long-winded, but um, I'm not mad at all, really. Um, You know, you look at things, you know, as kind of as Branch said there, it was always going to kind of play out this way, you know, Liam L. BPA, no you know, no one's going to get punished until there's set rules. Um, the owners, kind of the same logic. You know, People talk about, take away the World Series. Well, that's not going to happen. Mainly because while it's a new, different, advanced form of science dealing, science dealing has been used in the past. It's been used in the past to win championships. And those aren't taken away. There's no precedent. Owners are not going to go for it. So this is sort of where this ends up. And, and Branch is also right at, it was messed up top to bottom um, when it came to light and how it was handled. And I think that everyone has blood on their hands for this. Not not just the owners, not just MLB, but the players as well. Um, and I think it gets, kind of gets back to cheating is in the DNA of baseball. I mean, it's, it's just part of the game. It has been for a very long time, even more so in the modern era. I mean, you start, you look at things, you've got, I mean, just at the space, essentially, you have the unwritten rule book of baseball uh, what you can, can't do, or what's acceptable forms of cheating. You know, hey, i will doctor the ball a little. That's cool. You know, a little pine tar here, that kind of stuff. But there's all kinds of, you know, cheating, and it's gone on. You know, you rarely go more than 10 years without some kind of scandal, be it Pete, you know, Peds, Balco, you got the Astros now, you know, Cocaine in the past, Cork Bats. You know, gambling, obviously, um, you know, pitchers doctoring the baseball, messing with the baseball. It's all stuff that messes with the integrity of the game, but it's all about winning. And that's kind of baseball's culture, you know. Um, and it's not just players, it's owners. You know, owners colluded in the 80s. You had to shell millions of hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, you're pretty obviously colluding now uh, or in the past in terms of keeping free agents down. That affects players, where they go, how much they earn, you um, you know, other players coming up, it affects players, it affects the integrity of the game, in my opinion. Um, and then even fans, Cincinnati Reds fans, specifically, you know, all-star game, you know, it's an all-star game, doesn't count, but still stuff in the ballot, um, you know, they had to try to come up rules to get around that. So it's just a pr- cheating is prevalent, in my opinion, of the game. Um, and then even beyond that, Major League Baseball and the baseball itself, you know, obviously the ball was juiced last year. There's plenty of proof. And then they go and they flip it and introduce a different ball. They deny it, but we, everyone knows the evidence is there in the postseason. What's that? You know, you talk about integrity of the game. You talk about this. You talk about that. Players up, players down, affecting their careers. I mean, that right there. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. Um, and it's good this stuff comes light because maybe it can get addressed. Maybe we can clean it up. Maybe we can change the culture a little bit. But, you know, the players have responsibility in this. And I find a little disingenuous the loudness, the vocalness of, of the players with a lot of this, um, because they have you know they have a union. Um, if it was as prevalent as everyone makes it out to be, why didn't the union do more? Uh, um, and again, it kind of gets back to the culture of not rocking the boat and you know cheating's okay. Um, you know, even if they're upset about it, you know you're not going to speak out and. Um, I mean, I just look at you know branchments and the players having a voice. I mean, hopefully that transforms the union to be more proactive and help police the sport. Uh, I think that comes a, a lot of it there, and um, I think no one cared. Everyone was making a lot of money. I think players obviously want to make more, but from an ownership perspective, no one wants to rock that boat. And um, you know, it's just it's just how things are. And the, the bigger question and I have some thoughts on this. We go in a little later, but it's kind of just how to fix it and how to move beyond, move beyond it because I think there's a lot of wasted time to sit here and be super mad and upset. Like, let's let's look at the sport. How are we going to make it better? How can we improve it? How can we keep it from happening
2: again? I agree with that point of everybody's mad. We can sit here and talk about being mad, but how is that improving things? I agree with that completely. Yeah, so, I mean, like, just, just... Sorry, just understand,
1: yeah. like... The reality of what they're yeah. dealing with—the the, the immunity is what a joke, I say, I'm, right? I'm it's all—it's all a all joke. It's everyone trying to shift little blame everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you just need to take but, a look at it the, holistically. I
0: don't want the Astros to forget it ever. i, I mean, I but want them to be broken.
1: But they're not this, going to. I mean, they're—they're they're, they're still
0: they've ever had.
1: But the owners are still making their money. They still have the World Series trophy. They're going to keep making their money. They're going the to keep playing always, baseball. But we The, the players,
0: players, but the players should hate coming to the ballpark. And that's fine if you want and to I, try I, to I do that as a fan. You're going to take care of that. It's going to be, and honestly, that's good for baseball because it's going to make it entertaining. I'm going to, I'm damn sure going to be watching what happens when the Astros roll into Yankee Stadium. But at know, the end. I, I, I suspect there'll be some freaking arrest and stuff. It's going to be great entertainment. Yeah,
1: I, I just—I mean, I, I'm all for you pro- applying pressure to try to change the game, and and I think that's that's positive and that's a positive growth. You're not changing the past, and nothing's going to happen. Just move beyond that, you know, and just try to enforce a positive change so this type of thing doesn't happen again. Okay. I do
0: not want to send a message. To, I don't want to send a message. Sorry, I don't want to send the message to Major League Baseball, the owners, or the Players Association that it's okay. That we're used to it. That, that That's my big thing. I just don't want to say yes, cheating is okay and we understand it. I don't want to give them that cover. Does that make any sense?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Callie, give me your thoughts on all of the cheating with the Astros.
0: Uh, I do
3: agree that it is part of the game and it always has been, but this was a monumentally huge operation and everybody knew. Everybody knew. And Okay, put all that aside and say, okay, yeah, obviously they're not going to take the title away. I don't think they deserve it. I don't think they earned it, but I, I don't think they're going to take it away from them, nor do I think that it would really be worth going through all of that. But um, none of them can shut up after all of this has come out. And it, really, that's the worst look. It's the ridiculous things that all of them have said to try to defend themselves. It's just, it's, it's maddening. They're going to have a hard time playing with any other team uh they're all gonna get thrown at which is kind of funny like there's actually there's a line now i guess in vegas i can't remember what the uh what it is but i think it was like 83 80 yeah to say <laughs> 80 something yeah, 83. So, I mean, it's, just, it's just kind of funny it's and then about manfred also can't shut up call it the trophy of what, what was it like a piece of metal or, or something like that just really like <laughs> i don't know that guy really hates baseball and it's it's obvious he's trying to change the game. I think clearly to the worst, and I don't think he cares about anything but money. I think that's very very evident at this point. I don't I don't see how you could feel otherwise about him. Uh, the whole thing. I mean, I'm not mad. It's it's irritating. It's it's uh. It was just so big. The just everybody knew. And but Branch is right. It's definitely going to be entertaining next season to watch what happens, what unfolds. And then at some point, I mean, they can't all just play for the same team forever. They're going to go different places or, you know, maybe not. I don't know. Is anyone else going to want them once they're done in Houston? But I I do feel the same as Branch. Like, in 2017, I watched that team win the World Series, and I was rooting for them. Like, I was excited for them. It was a fun series. And it just – it does kind of suck to know that they cheated, like, blatantly with – I don't know, like – Old school cheating, like pine tar or whatever, that just seems so much less like it, it all seems lazy. This this the buzzers and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's not even something good cheating. It's I don't know. Not interested. Just it's disappointing. But I'm not mm-hmm. angry. Like, I got you. I know, it just takes a lot of the fun out of it.
2: Yeah. And I've got some thoughts here, too. Uh, first, I believe it was Carlos Correa said that the reason Jose Altuve didn't want his shirt ripped off when he, get, when he hit the homer off of Aroldis Chapman was because he just got a new tattoo. It and,
3: done, right?
2: and guess what? Within an hour, there were multiple pictures on Twitter of Jose Altuve after that game with no shirt on and there was no tattoo. So if you're going to lie, at least come up with something good that can't be verifiable. And,
3: he apparently has
2: a tattoo now. Oh, he does now, yeah. I'm sure he went out after that. and After he I heard that.
3: it's of a woman's name.
0: It's just, it's of his daughter's name. It's not like it was a tattoo. Oh, article,
3: right? I'm sorry. Whatever. Don't tattoo people's fucking names to yourself. So, you're <laughs> strongly about this. Don't do it.
2: But, but Carlos Correa said it was a bad tattoo. So how is a tattoo of his daughter's name a bad tattoo?
0: It's, a tattoo, it's just, just a, a name tattoo tattoo on your of body. Exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly because it was oh, because it was complete, <laughs> it was complete bullshit that has
3: name now.
2: complete bullshit now rob manfred my opinion is he needs to resign because not only this is just the latest in the dumpster fires that he has created not just this offseason but since he's been the commissioner let's just let's just look at this offseason you got He just up and said 42 minor league teams are going to be shut down. And then. Terrible idea. Completely horrible idea. Then you have this cheating scandal where he made it worse than the Astros did. If he would have just kept his mouth shut and had, you know, at least acted like he cared that they cheated. Maybe people wouldn't be calling for him to leave like I am. But I think he needs to go. He hates baseball, obviously. All of these rules of trying to shorten the game get get the hell on. If you're entertaining, well, he
0: did he did some dumb stuff, like the whole, you know, he he put it out there, like he tried to sell it to the public with their you know January you know thirteenth press release. When this first came to light, he tried to sell it as I couldn't punish the players because I guaranteed them you know, immunity from it if they actually talked. When now he's trying to sell it as the union wouldn't let them talk if I didn't guarantee them immunity. Therefore, the union's bad, even though the union has a legal obligation to back the players no matter what. It's not a moral obligation. It's a legal obligation. And he's trying to pass the buck one more time. Oh my god, dude! Just stop. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Sorry. You're
2: fine. Uh, my cats were fighting anyway, so th- <laughs> I didn't want to get that on the audio. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had to mute it.
3: No, honestly, he pisses me off more than the Astros do. The entire organization. But, he's mm-hmm. he just he's infuriating.
1: That's what you want out of your commissioner right now. That'd be my argument. He's putting the target on him, and everyone's he pissed at him, audio. not at oh, not at Astros ownership, not at any of the other owners. Uh, you know.
2: I mean, from an owner's perspective, yeah,
1: yeah, and he's the one. That's their. He's their representative, right? So, right. if you're a, if, if you're that's an a owner point. sitting there, yes. you're well, gonna. I be, stand it. I mean, I agree. Uh, he's horrible. But if you're an owner and you're sitting, you on your millions and millions of dollars. You're like, eh, you know, no one's bugging me
2: about this. I'm good. I
3: can't really. I, uh, so,
2: so now we get to what's next, and. Are the Astros players, and specifically I'm talking Altuve, Bregman, Correa, are they going to be wearing a lot of fastballs this year? Because, year? because baseball has come out and uh, there was that uh, press release or something about wanting to change how umpires discipline players for being hit while they're on the field. What What is next? Because, you know, six weeks from Real baseball games. Woo. What's what's the next step that's going to happen here?
1: I mean, I could see some people getting lit up in spring training, but I, I don't think a, a retaliatory strategy of increasing the Astros' odds or chances of winning is necessarily the smartest move to pull. Um, you would have to be very choosy on when you want to try to maybe send that message. I, I, I don't Maybe there's a little influx, but I don't see a lot happening there in terms of throwing at players and stuff like that. There's a lot more dirt on this situation than just the Astros. Um, there's no way it's just the Astros. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if like a quarter of the teams were doing something like this or similar to this um, in some capacity. Um, it's just they got the big, bright target, and it, that's that's what's out right now. From there, who knows? <sighs> I just I just don't see him throwing to people. Player throwing at a player, you know. I never I, I never on board with throwing to other people to do anything. A lot of players look at that way nowadays. Sure, there's going to be some outliers, but
2: I don't see it. Yeah, um, they're they're not going to take the title. This isn't Louisville basketball. I know that's what people want, but Rob Manfred is too big of a pussy to do that. So that's not going to happen. And I don't even know if he can legally they're not going to. Right. So psh, no. while, while a lot of people want that, we might as well just move on because that's not going to happen.
1: I, I think there'll be a lot of noise from fans at the beginning of the year, but I mean, by June it's going to die off. People right. want to get back. to I mean, everyone that's pissed, right? Super pissed. People here, other fans, they love baseball. Baseball isn't on right now. They're not going to boycott. They're not going to stop watching baseball. Right. And their team's going to come back on. They're going to be like, hell yeah, there's baseball. And maybe if the Astros come to town, sure. The Astros, will maybe you'll feel it a little more extended. But as a whole, they're going to move. Be- we're going to move beyond it relatively quickly, in my opinion. I don't. I just don't see
2: it being a season-long thing. What I would like to see happen is multiple first-round picks be forfeited.
1: Well, I, I think I think what has it has to be money, right? This is all about money at the end of the day. You, that's where the punishment needs
2: to be. Yeah, but what's you, five million dollars to go, a
1: billionaire? I, well, they punished them as much as they could, yeah. right? That's it, this all has to be, and this is where fans applying pressure, the union doing this, you can come up with new rules, new guidelines, that kind of thing to help keep this from happening because everyone needs to have skin in the game. It's kind of like when a player, like you know, gets caught with uh, performance enhancing drugs. I always think that. The salary, they should lose part of the salary and, and the owners should still have to pay part of the salary, but it goes into like a, a community fund of some kind or something like there needs to be skin on both sides of the game. So the players and the owners both are focused on keeping the game clean and keeping the game r- uh, true and right and, and mm-hmm. real, not not cheating in any way, shape or form. And by having skin financially, because there's plenty of money on both sides, uh, skin in that game financially is, I think, one way
2: to help grease those wheels in a little bit. Kelly, what do you think is going to be next?
3: Uh, do I think that they are, they're they're going to get lit up? I think that they're, I think they'll see a little bit of it, but I think even more so than uh, them getting thrown at, I think their their fans are going to feel it uh, when they try to go to Yankee Stadium, like Branch was saying, in particular, I, I don't know. I just don't really see that going over too well, especially because of just how mouthy some of them have been and, with with the lying, the blatant trying to trying to make themselves look just a little bit better when there's really no way to look much better. You got caught, like it's it happened. So um, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think there's gonna get like pelted every game or anything like that. But I think that there'll be a little bit of it. I don't I don't know. Last season you saw the Reds and the Pirates had two massive fights, and I mean you nobody know, was cheating there. I, I mean you never know. It's. Exactly. Yeah, that was
2: all over pimping a home run. Imagine, <laughs>
3: right? I mean, I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of pissed off. So at the beginning of the season, you might you might see a little bit more of that. I mean, I could definitely I mean, see some just, especially against just a few, a handful, a select few of them that just have not let it go.
1: If this and is it, me and I'm I'm a pitcher facing them, I'd rather strike them out than hit them. Like I want to own them. Like, see, you don't have your help anymore. I own you. You know, that, that, just me though, but it's going to go either way.
3: But. Yeah, well what if you feel like you can't strike him out, then just hit him? I don't know. <laughs> Having a bad day, fuck it. You know what? I don't know if I can do this. Just let him have it. Having a bad day. I'm just surprised you no one's... Know. You just Clint have Hurdle's... mindset. Oh, Clint
1: Hurdle would have. I know. someone's got to pick him up now,
2: right? It's it's the retaliation tour, <laughs> so Branch. What is next for both the Astros and baseball?
0: Um I think that uh the, the Astros are going to be in a world of hurt this year. Wow. I I these guys are not used to playing in a hostile environment all the time. I mean they do play in the AL West. Uh they they are very pimpy, very cocky. Um you know it would have probably behooved them for Correa not to try to convince Ken Rosenthal and the rest of us that they won that game fair and square if they knew that what was coming which it, that was just the stupidest thing in the entire world um, I think that uh, every little hiccup in your main players your Bragman, your career, your Altuve's are going to it's going to be amplified and the press is going to be asking constantly like was it on your mind that you went 0 for 4 tonight uh, not knowing what the sign came up. I think that's going to that's gonna press on them. Uh, and I think it's going to be glorious to watch it go down in flames um, because that's what they deserve. And that's what they're going to get, I believe. Um, you know, Raymond comes from LSU. He's used to cheating and used to this stuff. So he's in the SEC. It hey. might not affect him as much as the rest of them. But then when you start seeing, seeing Verlander break, Verlander's going to lose his shit uh, at some point because he's
2: been choking it back ever since they signed Azuna. Well, hold on. You before, you, before you continue, I can't feel bad for Verlander. He's a multimillionaire oh, baseball player married to Kate... Uh, shit. Upton. Upton. Yeah. Kate married to Kate Upton. Fucking respect on it. <laughs> So, going. Going. Mm-hmm. but anyway, continue. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't feel bad for him. Uh, I guy.
0: don't feel sorry for him. No, I don't feel sorry for thing. any of them. No, they brought this shit on themselves. You know, uh, what's the one quote we've heard out of Astros? I wish I'd have said some more. I wish I'd have said more. Well, you fucking should have. You should have I just mean, said, this is up. cheating. Let's not do it. But you didn't because you're just a bunch of pussies. And that's just the way it is. And, they and they convince themselves that it's okay because they think that everybody else did it. But you know what? I can only go on facts. I don't know that everybody else did it. You know, it's easy to assume that stuff, but I can't. I know that they did it. Why was it when Farquhar stepped off the mound and was able to hear it and know what was going on that John Boy? You know, a podcaster was able to figure it out in three minutes once the virus thing came out and show that it happened. Why couldn't an intern at MLB actually figure that out? Right. My personal opinion is because they didn't want to. Figure because it they out. did not want to. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It, I mean, just you watch the videos. It's not like it didn't happen, and you can't hear it. It's very, very obvious, but yeah.
3: that would have created too much work for them. That would have been yeah. a hassle, so leave
0: that under the rug. Makes so no now difference. it's time for their fans to raise their voice every time the Astros leave the confines of Houston. They need to hate being there. They need to be in the fetal position going, I don't want to go on the road. Because playing baseball is supposed to be fun. And if you think that the game is mental, you're crazy. These guys are will start eating their own. There'll be all kinds of stuff that comes out. Well, we're probably going to, it might take five to ten years, but we're probably going to learn a whole lot more about it.
2: We're going to learn probably. a whole lot more and a whole lot more than just the Astros.
0: It'll probably, Probably. And I hope it wasn't the Reds. And the way they've been hitting, the no, right. the way, no, no, right.
2: the, way were hits, the Reds hit last year, they definitely were not cheating.
0: They were not cheating.
2: No, no, no. I they think f-
0: in everything. I mean,
1: I agree, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like saying you know only hitters were doing performance enhancing drugs. You know, right? Got, yeah, got, you know, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I like, totally agree with that. I mean, you never know. <laughs> uh, if they if they were fire that person who was in charge, is all I have to say.
0: Yeah, because yeah. they sucked at it. But, but I think I think what's next is they're not gonna get their title. they MLB might actually strip the title, which I don't even care for. They're not it doesn't make any point no. to strip the title. Um I don't there's nothing's gonna happen to the players. It makes no point. I am a little mad that when they took the draft picks they didn't take international signing money as well. Because the Astros fine was five million. They don't have to pay the five, you know, the slot value of that first-round draft pick. So they're going to recomp that during the draft. And if they wanted to, they could, you know, with international signing, you can go over and above what's allowed and then take the penalty so they can kind of offset it to where it doesn't really affect their development. So I don't really agree with, with how that went down. They, they probably should should start maybe say, okay, we're going to take some international draft money because they can supplement it by overspending everybody else, and just take the penalty later when they get their draft picks back. Yeah, if I that don't makes think any me. sense
3: to where it's it kind of comes out. The penalizes,
0: them. Yeah, so, well, those are the, penalizes
1: them. Yeah. It was the most they could be penalized. It's mm-hmm. all. That's, a, that's it's the unfortunate. Part. Was,
0: yeah, yeah. But they could have taken more draft picks, or at least said, "Hey." Uh, you're not allowed to spend any money in the international draft. If you are, you get a $20 million fine. Where It wouldn't make sense for them to just spend, instead of spending $8 in the international draft, they spend twelve and get the best international draftees or international signings and make up for the lost draft picks in the U.S. draft. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, I, I think... Since baseball doesn't relegation and they're not going to do a postseason ban, you're really left with you got to hit them with the draft and the international sign stuff. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, make it so it's a multi-year, you know, because we know the statistics. First two rounds, really first round, top two rounds of the draft, where you're getting your most talent from. You yeah. Know, you, if you give them two, three years, on none of those, you know, <laughs> uh, that, that's going to set them back. Not now, but in the future, and it's going to send a message and punish them. So, Before- but, but
0: right now they can they can go in and they can overbid everybody because. There's only a financial penalty for going over in the international draft.
1: Yeah, and hopefully this come out, and there'll be in, you know enough teams that weren't doing this that in the things that we aren't ever privy to in the conversations that happen, you know maybe they push for some reforms and punishment to try to keep yeah. ownership in the loop of what may be happening on their ball club and keep it from happening by having these punishments <laughs> out next
0: there. Next year, they're not spending a $5 000, five million dollar slot money on the first round drafting. They're just not. And so this, they can turn around and put that towards the international money.
1: And this all kind of gets to like things I want to see, kind of hopefully come out of this in a way, like investigations, right? Like there, there should be like a third branch, so to speak, of of baseball that's conjoined between MLB and MLPA to you know. Great idea to sort of investigate this, have representation, have NDA, that kind of stuff, have investigations that aren't publicly known. But I think the big part of that is like some kind of, of lack of a better term, whistleblower protection, right? The only reason this ever came to light is because Mike fires decided to speak out. Mm -hmm. Right? And and now where people are talking about him being protected and his safety, and it's just nuts, right? You want to believe the players and ownership or people working for the clubs are going to, do what's right and self-police well you need to have an avenue for that to work you need to have a way for them to to anonymously provide information hey this shady thing may be going on and have that kick off a bipartisan investigation between mlpa uh, mlbpa and mlb itself um something like that would be i think very helpful uh overall i also think things like Leveraging of an basis.
0: arbitrator, so to speak.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Somebody outside of the normal chain of command for MLBPA and and, and Major League Baseball, right? It needs to, you know, he, it's not going to be purely independent, but sort of a third rail there. Um, I also think they should use advanced statistics. Try to find outliers. You know, there's been plenty of now looking back. Oh, look, the Astros stuck out statistically speaking. Does that mean? all clubs that stick out are cheating, but no, but it could definitely be like, okay, something could be going on there. Let's investigate that. Let's look into that. Is there anything we can see that no. they're doing? Let's let's take a little extra look at the game film and, and that kind of stuff. But I also think it's two, tw- 2020, and we're still doing signs, as the game has always done signs, and I think that's the root of this particular issue. Why? Why not have, Some, like, football what? has the... Exactly. NFL has headsets. That, you know, obviously, you've got some logistical differences. But put some smart people in a room, put some baseball people in a room, and come up a way for players to communicate securely the signs. You know, what pitches and stuff like. C- cut this crap out of the game. Just get rid of it. It doesn't need to be around anymore. Just get it gone.
2: Well, and that would speed uh, up the game. Of very speed you can-
1: up the game. You, t- you, t- you know, and. Oh, a pitcher's not going to want to have this. Well, pitchers probably should be wearing a little more protective headgear as is. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. I, I guarantee any pitcher is going to be like, wait, I, you can provide me a system and I know my signs aren't going to get stolen no matter what. Sign me up. I, I'd be really surprised. There's going to be some people who hold out and don't want to do it. Sure, fine, whatever. But as time rolls over, you know, th- they're all going to go out, out the door. It's just it's ridiculous. And you set a line that's saying, hey, you try to manipulate this system, hack it, circumnavigate, anything like that. Hey, lifetime ban. Or, hey, a year, and then if you do it again, you're gone. You know, or owners, here's the penalties that come with it. And you set a very, very stringent line there. And you could do the same thing between third base and the and the batter. You could have a kill switch, the MLB control, so you can only do it for a certain interval. And that way people aren't using it when they're batting. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of ways of dealing with this stuff.
0: As a former catcher, I totally agree with that. It would be so nice just to be settle the fuck down, bitch. I want a fastball high and in. And that's all you have to say, and you're done.
2: It's just <laughs> it's it's, so it's, much easier. I would it's think just, the manager would probably end up calling a lot of the pitches.
1: Yeah, yeah. and, and some which is fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. You know, it, it's just let's move baseball. You know, baseball's always so slow to adapt. Yeah. But this is one of these areas you just look at it like you could just remove the problem, right? And we don't have this anymore.
2: Well, and I
0: got a pitch out not, would be so much easier. Cause let me tell you, trying to sign, signal for a pitch out is such a Pain in the ass with your fingers. It's because it's, it comes in from the dugout. And then you're like, okay, shit, what the f- fuck was the pitch out? <laughs> oh, the pitch out is this. I, and I'm not even kidding. Because you've got a lot of other things going on in your mind. And in game time, that shit's hard <laughs> to to remember all of it. You know, because you're like, well, fuck, I just. You know, because you're also focused on, do not give this guy any heat. He's going to take a yard if he did yeah, and you got a billion things going on in your mind. The game kind of speeds up on you, but it'd be really nice to go pitch out right here. That'd be nice.
1: I mean, yeah, it could be simply as you know <laughs> some secure communication, and the catcher, yeah. pitcher, and the coach on the bench is calling the pitch. And some That's people are going to throw. Some people are going to lose their minds on that because baseball is always. But come on, let's just be realistic here. Dude, yeah. I was a
0: catcher. I looked over to the freaking. Oh yeah, you see it all the time. All the time. Yeah. I so. didn't call. I didn't call a game. My pitcher didn't call a game. My coach called a game.
2: Uh, Okay, so why don't we move on to listener questions. Uh, Listeners were asked to respond using the hashtag RedsGiveCoopCredentials. Our first question comes from Joshua Rutherford. Shout out to Joshua, former Red reporter. He asks, hashtag RedsGiveCoopCredentials, who from the Reds could take a 200-mile-per-hour Ford Mustang to the head? and be standing there like it was nothing just three days later. So this is in reference to Ryan Newman, and if you haven't seen it, uh, he was injured in a crash at the end of the Daytona 500, but he is now out of the hospital. Uh, A horrific crash. But what Reds player could take a hit like that? Woo. Uh, I don't don't know. know. (laughs) You don't know? No. Branch. Uh, i
0: I'm gonna go with uh, Michael Lorenzen.
2: Good call, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> It'd
3: have to be like right now. Obviously, Glenn Braggs could take. Uh, oh, it, oh! If it base. was Glenn
2: Braggs, yeah, Glenn Braggs mm-hmm. could just.
3: You yeah. can break a car in half.
2: <laughs> he could just look at the car and it would just go away. Just disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I would probably say I like the Lorenzen one. Yeah. Jonathan Webster asks, hashtag Reds give coop credentials. What is – there's a grammatical error, Jonathan, so let me fix that for you. Who is the most likely player to lead the Reds in hits this year? Not what is. If he gets enough of bats, I'm going to go with Shogo Akiyama. Callie, who leads the Reds in hits?
3: Hammer Suarez, one of the two of them.
2: Branch.
0: Uh, I think we got We got a comeback coming, so I'm gonna say vado.
2: Vado, woo! I don't care. <laughs> uh, do another...
3: you enjoy fun? Do you? Uh, I do. Joy I do. I just life?
1: don't care about hits at all.
2: <laughs> it's but... fine. We'll just throw some comic books out there, and you'll be you'll be entertained. There, there we go.
1: Yep, <laughs> I'll be good. God
2: damn! <laughs> Josh Rutherford had another question. Um, if he calls a man fired gets the boot. Who would you pick to be the major league baseball commissioner? That's interesting. I'm not sure. First, the first qualification would be, they have to actually like the game because I'm just not convinced that Manfred likes the game. Uh, woo. Who is your, uh You're, I have no idea. Jesus.
1: uh, <laughs> Somebody, somebody that used to play. No, that's that's gonna be a player. Uh, you know, Somebody's been in the game in the front office a while. And let's just do that. Not somebody in a marketing degree I don't know. I got nothing.
2: I'm useless. Kelly. Yeah, that's
3: a good question. Um,
2: Nobody say Pete Rose for the love of God.
3: No, 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 no. March Shot. Wipe. We bring
2: her. The cor- the rotten corpse of Marge Shot.
3: I'd let Betty White do it. Everybody likes her.
2: Yeah, I mean she and she wouldn't be around much longer, so.
3: Right. She would never fuck with baseball. She would just be like, cool.
2: Branch, if you could pick a new commissioner, who would it be?
0: Number one, Bob Costas, who wrote a book about it. Uh, number two would be George Bush.
2: Well, there's only one George Bush left, so okay, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> George Desi, <W>. sorry. <laughs> I well, I knew now. You know. Anyway, Base, baseball going to invade someplace. Just ask me. Gotta get that. Oh, Stephen
3: King. That's my real answer. Stephen King loves baseball. Did you know that? Stephen King. Yeah, he makes a baseball reference in every book he's ever written. Fun fact. He loves. I'll baseball. have to go... he's A Red Sox fan though, so I don't know. Well, because he wrote a lot of people, but
2: I've read a lot of his God. stuff, and I don't remember much baseball stuff. And... It's always
3: very, very subtle. It'll be like one line in the book. It's it's always irrelevant, but he's put like one tiny little baseball thing in every book.
2: So Bill, William Harmon at OBC2. Shout out to Bill. He asks, without the hashtag, how many drinks has each guest consumed before taping and how many during taping? I've consumed zero.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Tonight's a good night we're at about uh, nine to ten tall boys right now
2: <laughs> woo
0: be my guess
1: uh zero <laughs> and zero <laughs>
2: Kelly.
3: it's actually an unfortunate situation in my life i ordered dinner because i basically wanted a beverage to mix with vodka and then they didn't bring my drink so i didn't get drunk today but i ate like a shit ton of tacos so
2: well taco drunk's fine
0: yeah I mean, it was fine i just fuck yeah tacos i was like damn it I was See now, it. now y'all can hear the nine to ten beers coming out of me fuck yeah tacos <laughs> so <were>
2: good. <laughs> ode to the reds 2020 world series has a question Hashtag Reds Give coupe Credentials. Now that you have your 1919 hat, what is your new driving force in life, if such a thing exists? Well, Mr. Ode to the Reds World Series, the hashtag is the next driving force. Reds Give Coop Credentials.
3: Why do you want credentials? I mean, I have suspicions, but... Really though. Why 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 would you tell the Reds that you want credentials? Well in case they're listening to this podcast, which I'm sure they are.
2: I'm sure they're not, but if they were, I would say (laughs) I could I could be a credentialed member of the media being a podcast host. Why not? I could go interview the players, ask the ask the questions people want to know the answers to. And, you know, get the free food at the, you know, the press box. Maybe You know, rip a couple farts in there just to piss people off.
0: How big is Amir Garrett's hog? Questions people want to know. Oh (laughs)
3: man. You are you are dangerously close to describing Barstool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't ever accuse me of being related to Barstool. (laughs) That's fair. That's very fair. I'm just messing with you. You got to block yourself. So daily yeah. <laughs> daily Reds talk asks. Hashtag Reds give coop credentials. Give your best guess for how many Reds games each of you will attend this year. Uh I usually go to like five to ten, something like that. Uh depending on what's going on. I'm gonna try to make it to about ten this year, if I can. Woo.
1: I'm gonna make it to two in Cincinnati.
2: Oh. That's it branch
0: I'm on the books right now for 5 uh, I'll probably make it to 10 maybe 12 Callie um,
3: I would probably go usually every season I go to around 25 huh. so I'll probably go to around 25 I'm going to try to go to 30 the goal if They're really good maybe I'll go to more of them
2: I would love to be able to go to that many but Life gets in the way. Uh, yeah, we were talking. Re- we're talking regular season games, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. sure. I've been to one. Well, it wasn't really technically a postseason game. It was the '99 playoff with the Mets. Uh, that was the closest to a Reds playoff game I've been to. Anyway, now that we're all sad. Yeah. Our friend Jesse Byrne from Australia has a question. He asks, hashtag Reds give Coop credentials. Where's each of your favorite spots to sit at GABP? And if you had a chance of anywhere to sit or stand to watch a game, where would you choose? You know, can be a box, press box, wherever. Could even be at like a bar, not at GABP. Uh, my favorite place, I, I like the, the sun deck. I just do. I, do. I like the view. I like that all the stuff that you could get to. On either side of the park right there i just i just like the Sun uh branch your favorite spot
0: uh, my favorite spot's actually in the fly optics district in the standing room section of the the bleachers up there um it, the bathroom's close the bar's close you can stand up and you got this little table in front of you i love it there
2: kelly um if
3: it's like a special occasion. I like the handlebar. I think it's a better deal than the Diamond Club just because, I mean, how much can I really drink or need to drink and eat at one baseball game to justify that price tag? But I, I'm kind of with you. I actually like the Sun Deck just for, like, afternoon games. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, you just see the whole field really nicely. and It's close to multiple beer stands and hot dogs and pizza, all kinds of stuff, so. Feel
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Uh,
1: any place that's in the shade, followed by a uh, handlebar, and then I'm gonna guess the new uh, press
2: club is gonna be pretty awesome. So I'm gonna say that one. Perfectly. Yeah, I w- so. yeah, I, 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 have a feeling that would be a great place to watch a game. The press box. It's at a great
1: angle. You're like right there beyond third.
2: Right. So. Now, and,
0: now, can I, can I say that if I had money to pay for like season tickets, like big time season tickets, I'm not gonna do. Diamond, but I will do scout. Probably on the on the home plate side, on the home dug outside because those are very nice.
2: I've never sat in either, so
0: I've never sat in them. I've visited them. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. And then he
2: was you were, then he was kicked out. So it was it was
0: a I short want, visit. Well, no. I mean, it's like they, <laughs> and then you go when you visit.
2: <laughs> so, Burmy, we're not going to ask your question because I just refuse. Uh, so the next question then comes from Steven Offenbaker, the host of the Reds Alert podcast. He asks, what's more likely, hashtag Reds give Coop credentials or hashtag Anna Kendrick dates Doug Gray? I mean, obviously, I would get the credentials first. Uh, I
0: mean,
3: hashtag Meteor hits them both. like
1: Universe and... I'm
2: going that's, to having, that,
3: that's how I'll know that it's over. Yeah, And that I'm having hallucinations.
2: <laughs> if I get credentials. That
3: you are interviewing Reds players and being paid to do so, or that Doug and Anna Kendrick are in the same vicinity I at can, all. I can interview and, Reds
2: players. I've interviewed Corky Miller. And,
3: uh, <laughs> 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 Me too, then. Coop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't think but either is happening. But. I think,
3: you know what? I actually do think the red should give you credentials, I think it'd be hilarious. And See? And it would be me that did the horrible thing, so I can laugh. It's great. I think they should give you credentials.
0: It was so piss off, Doug. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It was so off, Doug.
3: Doug would be so mad. And you know what? Frankly, he's kind of my nemesis because it's, well, you <laughs> should of the have cactus. been listening by now. Everybody should know why I'm kind of done with Doug. He pulled some shit last spring training. Anyway. Not feeling bad,
2: Doug. I think you have to be nominated by like the baseball writers or whatever chapter to even get credentials, something like that. And that's never going to happen because
3: we'll just become friends with them. I, Stop being so abrasive to everybody on the internet and become friends with them.
2: I'm not abrasive. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm truthful. Now,
0: now, okay, now you're starting to sound like Carlos Correa. You're uh, not really If Kip starts
3: posting some like fluffy, nice bullshit. I'm gonna know that like, something's wrong.
2: If I do, then you know I'm sucking up to somebody to get credentials. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I'll, I'll know that your wife found your Twitter account. And she is tired of you.
2: Spoiler alert: she knows my Twitter account and she's seen it. She so rolls she her. Look
3: at it often. She probably saw it once and was like, "Never mind, that's enough." <laughs> she doesn't
2: look at it often, but she does tell me what an idiot I am. So, what was what was
0: that?
1: What didn't look at? Never mind.
2: God damn it, Will. Oh, uh, man. So we got one more question. This comes from wire to wire 2020 reds at RedsNerd. He asks, hashtag Reds give Cooper credentials. Castillo or Gray to start opening day and Shogo or Sinzel in center on opening day? Uh, I think it's going to be Castillo just because he started the last couple. And I think Shogo will be in center because Sinzel will be at second and uh, Moustakas will be at third. I completely agree. Exactly that. Woo. Uh Yeah, Castillo is going to
1: start, and uh, probably put Shogo out there just to show him off, right? But maybe, maybe not.
3: People but, are pretty excited about him. I think they're going yeah.
2: To- <laughs> Give him the full opening day treatment.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and I I think he's I think he's their best outfielder in terms of getting on base and defensively i i think he should start most every day
1: i think for the fans and everything coming off it's best to put your most likely lineup to win on the field that opening day and get everyone
2: excited so unless you're dusty baker somebody probably would need a day off on opening day one last radio (laughs) yeah dusty is now managing the astros so that should be interesting Branch, what do you think? Who, who starts in center um, and who starts? Um,
0: I think oh, it's going to be Castillo. And since they're going against Fla- 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 Flaherty. Um, yeah, Flaherty. I'm going try to pronounce that right. But it'll be um, the left-handed heavy lineup. So it's going to be Shogo and in uh, center. So, yeah. All right. That's where I'm at on
2: that. So, do we want to do a Tom Brown Memorial Cornhole of the Week, or is it just going to be Rob Manfred it's and the Astros? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking given.
3: given. There's no sense of doing anybody else.
2: I agree. <laughs> so, the Astros and right. Rob Manfred, go fuck yourselves.
3: I mean, everybody else, too, if you want to. But
2: Yeah, it's I like mean, Rob
3: Manfred and the Astros. Literally
2: everybody could go fuck themselves. But yeah, the, those people and wouldn't take can you make
0: up. an argument for Correa, but it's not a very good argument.
2: Yeah, yeah, he can go fuck himself too. Yeah, yeah the whole the whole lot. It's yeah.
3: Wednesday, and it's been like real fucking long week already. Is it Wednesday? No shit, it right? God,
2: it is Wednesday. Oh. So that about wrap up this edition of the podcast. We'll go around the uh, room here and get everybody's final thoughts. And I want to start with Callie. Give us your final thoughts.
3: Final thoughts. grab if sucks, um, I don't know, I. I hope this next season's fun to watch. I hope it's entertaining. I hope the Reds do well. I I don't necessarily hope that anyone gets just pelted by pitches or anything like that, but I I do hope that uh, the Astros are not... I I hope that it doesn't just get completely pushed to the side. I do hope that they're held somewhat accountable, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it will help start to clean up some of the more obvious cheating in baseball. Perhaps there will be something that comes out of it, but... I don't know. We'll see.
0: That's all
2: I got. Branch, your final thoughts.
0: Uh, one week from today, we'll have had actually some spring training games. I'm super stoked. Um, I'm ready. That's it. Just, I'm ready for some fucking baseball. God, I'm ready for some baseball.
2: Woo, your final thoughts. Saturday,
1: this Saturday, the 22nd, 305 Eastern. They're playing some meaningless baseball games, but they're baseball games, and I'm excited for that, so... It's back,
2: baby. I'm ready. Meaningless baseball is better than no baseball. It's Yeah. It's like the all-star game, but... Not.
3: Amen. That's five minutes after I get off work. It's like it's meant to be.
2: There you go. See?
3: Yes. I love it. I love it.
2: Is that one televised? Uh, Does yes. Know? It is? Probably. Okay. Usually. It, yeah. I mean, it's against the Indians. So. Yeah, yeah. The
0: first one is. Yeah.
2: Cool. Alright. So, for my final thoughts... Uh, Obviously, we we kind of mentioned it earlier, but the whole Ryan Newman thing at the end of the day, 500 was horrendous. I'm glad that he's okay, and I hope that it leads to some more safety innovations because I don't know. I don't know how many NASCAR fans are even listening to this, but plate racing has gotten ridiculous. Anyway, I also want to give a shout out to Kelly and the Sports Gallery. Uh, they have some big signings coming up, so uh go to their website do you have a website
3: yep it's, uh com.
2: I knew that I was just trying to get you to say it but <laughs> uh, so go to their website sign up buy uh tickets or whatever it is to some of these signings because I'm going to get a laptop out of it so <laughs> <laughs> so for woo and kelly and branch this is coop saying we will talk to you later
3: Cincinnati, Ohio Cincinnati